The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to the Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. And for the first time, we actually have the offspring of Jose Dominguez himself. <laughs> Jose Dominguez. Jose Dominguez. We have thank Jose you. Dominguez. Yes. In, a, in a form, yeah. Let's be real. This is truly an honor. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys for having me over. This is great. Um, Aaron, uh, Jose, Michael, Ed. Back. Everybody knows. Yeah. I stole your part there. Hey, go for it, man. Apologies for it. <laughs> Everybody's sick of hearing our voices. Anyway, yeah, so. we're recording now because we were just Except having... Except for uh, a conversation, yeah. Mike yeah. drove up from New Jersey to visit us. So Mike Wines. Thank you, Mike. for yeah. coming up, brother. I appreciate it. He's a fan of the Cigar Authority, and he tolerates the Ashles. Yeah, well, that's, that's the best <laughs> so we can help for. Pretty much everybody. Um, Jose brought us a, you know, one of his new cigars that came out. It's called High Tower. Do you want to give us a little rundown of the blend? Yeah, the blend, uh, first off, the wrapper. The wrapper is Circadorian Habano, uh, uh, top grade. The binder is Cuban seed binder grown in the Dominican Republic. And then the filler. The filler is where this cigar gets a little interesting. Well, very interesting. Yeah, very me. interesting. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> it has uh, Criollo 98 uh, tobacco uh, grown in the Dominican Republic as well. Uh, Cuban seed uh, uh, in Dominican Republic. And... Nicaraguan Viso, mm-hmm. and it has a very special tobacco, which is called Mata Norte. Oh, Not okay. to be confused Brazilian. with Mata Fina. Yep. Yep. Mata Norte, so okay. Mata Norte is a region in Brazil. It's Brazilian oh. tobacco. It's a region in Brazil, northern Brazil, north of Bahia, the state. Uh, and this tobacco is peculiar from this particular region. It's only grown there. Now, mm-hmm. the tobacco, the problem is that it yields very low primings, mm-hmm. and it is very difficult to grow. So right now, there's only one grower in the whole region of Mata Norte, which is not very big to begin mm-hmm. with, that grows it. So the, the availability of the tobacco is very, very low, and the price is extremely high. So it is not used by a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I happen to be able to get a little supply every now and then because I have a friend that has a friend that has a friend. <laughs> it's all about who you know. <laughs> and uh, thankfully for that, I'm able to create this blend, which uses uh, 20% of Mata Norte. Wow. And that sweetness, that chocolate sweetness that you experience when you when you dry puff it, and even when you light it still, you can... Mm. Sit, you can just still have that sweetness yeah. to it. That is the Mata Norte. Okay. Uh, so what's behind the name Hightower? Um... To be honest, this was my my dad's idea. I have no idea why. He, I just liked that he said Hightower. It so yeah. works, you know. <laughs> There's no mistaking what cigar I'm smoking, though. Oh, I've man. never seen this done before. And we this is what we were talking about yeah. before. Where Ed had to stop the stop yeah. the recording. Hold up, hold up. Yeah. He's yeah. like, wait, wait. This is good topics. Um, no it's band. Gotta be, it's got to be nearly impossible to try something new. Well, I you know I wouldn't be able to even tell you how many cigars I went through to be able to to perfect the process. Of the edging on it, it's uh, so it for our crazy. listeners, yeah. it's laser etched, right? It's Into laser etched, yes. 
Yes, it but it's, high it's set side. to a precise uh, setting and distance from the laser where the laser only heats up the wrapper enough to take the pigments out. That's so So crazy. it's a depigmentation of the wrapper. Yeah, because you can't really feel it on there. No, it's because it, the if you yeah. cut through it, then the, it breaks. It's yeah. a, the whole thing unravels. So it has to be precise enough so it heats it up, but not enough so it breaks through Kind of takes the sheen off of the wrapper. I was worried a little about bit, yeah. that because, you know, I'm really concerned about how the ash looks on a cigar. For me, that's important. And uh, I was worried that when it got to that H, because that's mm -hmm. the first letter it's going to hit, that it would burn quickly through that. But mm -mm. It, it doesn't seem to no. have any effect on it. Because it's only a depigmentation of it's it. Yeah, it's so a slight heat up. It's really cool. Yeah. Yep. Very uh, smooth and creamy, Crisp. which yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying it, very much. It has a lot of flavor, but it's still not overpowering. Mm. It feels like you could hit somebody. You, this is well-packed and it's drawing yes. great. Like yeah, it, nice and I solid. could swing this like a baseball bat. It's so well-packed. Well and heavy, but it's heavy. But he never would because he'd lose oh, his man. ash. So. <laughs> That's more important than anything. So <laughs> keeping that ash on. Yeah, yeah we're smoking the six six sixty two T. T stands for a torpedo. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I always lean there. That, that was at my request. Because, uh, both of us. Yeah, 60 or 70 is too big for me. But mm. at least with the torpedo, I can cut it to the size that I want mm -hmm. to yes. smoke. Yeah. So I think it's accessible <laughs> to everyone, even the people who don't like the really big ring gauge. Yeah, yep. I've got to cut down to like a 48 here. <laughs> right. So Feels comfortable. I like it. Yeah. Torpedo, it's, uh, for me, is one of the most comfortable sizes out yeah. there. Just precisely of what Ed says. Because you can cut it to your liking. Exactly. Hmm. And is this also true that, you know, as, as far as the factory go, do you have to put more experienced cigar rollers on torpedoes? Are they more difficult to roll? Yes, they are. Okay. Especially on the bunching part. As opposed to what people think it might be the putting the wrapper on. Mm -hmm. The hardest part of a torpedo is making the bunch. Why? <laughs> because the head is tapered. Mm -hmm. If you put the same amount of tobacco on the bottom as you put on the top, then the cigar is going to be plugged. And you won't burn. So uh, it's, it's up to the roller, an experienced roller, to be able to know how much tobacco he underfills on the top. So when he puts the cigar in the mold and it takes that torpedo shape, it's not going to be plugged, but it's also not going to be loose. Mm. Mm. So they need this, a bunch of experience. Yes. Yeah, this so has it, a great, oh, great, great Do we have a cricket's like <laughs> drop or something? Did you hear that? A bunch he, of experience. He just ignores it at this point. Wah, wah. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, this is, this is delicious. Would you classify this wrapper as a Maduro? Would no. You, no, I'm just natural. No. Just a natural. Well, not natural. It's a... Colorado? It's a Colorado wrapper. Mm. It's an Ecuadorian Habano, uh, obviously on the reddish hue yeah. of the tobacco. The um, Colorado Rosado. So for me, Maduro, it's, uh, you know, Maduro is just the name they gave to, to the color. So any tobacco could be Maduro as long as it has the color. That's that's the thing because uh, I've found that a lot of people have had an issue um, walking in the store. They're like, I, I know he smokes Maduro. Where is the Maduro brand? And they think that Maduro is a specific kind of tobacco. I even had one person that really knows his stuff say, I asked him what kind of wrapper leaf is it? And he goes, it's obviously Maduro. I'm like, yeah, yeah but it's not so obvious. what kind of tobacco is that? <laughs> well, exactly. Uh, as you said, Maduro, in, it's just a connotation for the color itself. Like you would call this a Colorado, mm -hmm. but you would have also you have Corojo wrappers that are Colorado. You have a, a Habano wrappers. You have Habano 2000. You have Corojo 98, Corojo 99, and so forth and so forth and so forth. Yep. So it just denotes the color. Right. So basically, it is uh, the difference between the 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 hues of the wrapper. Hmm. Then you have like the lighter colors, like the Connecticut, for instance, which is one very unique. 
but yeah. you do have other rappers that kind of go to that hue a little bit like you take an indonesian sumatra for instance mm -hmm. it kind of it can go to that lighter rapper color not quite as yellow as the connecticut but it could get there yeah naturally too we're talking i mean there's there's some processes that people um have been known to do to get it to a certain color but anything we discuss today because it's going to tie in with the top five yeah so why don't we jump into that we'll do the top five we'll start it and we can kind of discuss it as we go um yeah it's all about maduro today that's what we're doing. Aloha. Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. So today's top five list is centered around the idea of Maduro cigars. And a lot of people have misconceptions about the word Maduro. They see a dark cigar. They think it's going to be strong. Mm -hmm. And it's just the opposite. It really is. Yes. Part of the natural process of you know, the fermentation when they're naturally trying to ferment a, you know, a leaf into something darker is you know, it releases nicotine. It releases ammonia. So they're really actually less powerful than some of the ones that are less fermented. Right. I think where people get it in their heads is and less so today, although still, I think blenders tend to blend very full-bodied cigars with a Maduro. You are completely, no yeah. you are completely right. Yes. You're, that, that is the, the mantra behind it. Right. Uh, and one of the reasons that not a lot of people uh, uh, blend a very strong blend with a pair up a very strong blend with a Connecticut wrapper is because it might have misconceptions from the consumer mm -hmm. where a consumer is going to pick up a Connecticut wrap cigar because by you know by tradition Connecticut mm -hmm. cigars are mild yep. but this one ends up you know bam bam uh, kicking you to the ground so mm -hmm. uh uh. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, he was picking out one that was lighter today, and it's not light by any stretch. It's just lighter exactly. color. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, you're not really it's, saving exactly. yourself anything. It's lighter for me. It's, it's lighter for you. It's a personal experience. So any, like you said before, anything that can be fermented long enough or, or fermented to that dark color, um, which takes some time to get there. It takes several months. And, and it depends on the natural properties of the tobacco itself. For instance, a tobacco with a... With a, a a thicker. Are you beeping on us? <laughs> yeah, sorry about <laughs> no that. No worries. Uh, I did the other day. A thicker, uh, more more greasy. Like I, I want to say greasy, oily. 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 Yeah. Yes, yep. yes. Sorry. Thank you for the translation. <laughs> uh, usually, a, a oily wrapper or mm -hmm. oily tobacco, tobacco that is naturally uh, thick will tend to get darker over time. There you have the your your broadleaf, the Connecticut mm -hmm. broadleaf, mm -hmm. Pennsylvania broadleaf, right? It all depends on the properties of the tobacco. You. In theory, you could try to make a Maduro out of a Connecticut wrapper, but the wrapper itself won't sustain the process. Mm, yeah. Right. And it'll, it'll be just disintegrate. It'll just up. rot and, uh, and yeah. And, Tore and, up. Yeah. These are five, five types of tobacco that I've seen down there fermented to a Maduro on cigars and five of my favorite Maduro tobaccos. Okay. Number five is Corojo. And I say that only because of the Aladino Corolla Reserva. Amazing. It, it, yeah. it gets smoked more than any other cigar in the shop by a couple of our employees who just ran through the last bit of the box. <laughs> so number five is Corojo. It's an up-and-coming one. 
Habano is number four. Mm-hmm. It's a standard. We're smoking Habano here, but it yep. can be fermented. The higher primings, which is you know the top part of the plant, yeah. those can go a little it bit longer, be, yeah. and you can ferment them to a dark hue. Number three is you know cross between the Brazils. So there was the Mata Norte, and there's also the Mata Fina and the Arapiraca. Yep. Arapiraca is one of the most prominent. And there's one so that you good. left out, which is Cubra. Oh. Cubra is a Cuban seed Brazilian wrapper. Hmm. It got really famous about six, seven years ago. But then again, we came into a, a shortage problem mm. in the industry from Cubra. So that's when San Andreas kind of like did its big uh, entrance. You're yeah. skipping ahead here. You're skipping ahead. Oh, I'm <laughs> so sorry. Don't I'm sorry. Hey, listen, there's no script for this. Um, for what he's but reading. you mentioned yeah. Broadleaf. You mentioned Broadleaf, and that's yeah. number two. Um, you know, Brazil has a bunch of tobaccos. I really couldn't decide which one, but Broadleaf is one that's like quintessential. That's what everyone thinks mm-hmm. when they think Maduro, they're thinking Connecticut or nowadays Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania Broadleaf. Broadleaf. Yep. Yeah. Um, and I think for a while that was number one, but from what I'm hearing from people who know, there's going to be a shortage coming up of Connecticut Broadleaf mm. and Broadleaf in general. So mm, I moved it down. Yeah. Number it- one. It will be it. W- there will be a shortage, mostly on the Pennsylvania, okay. and it has to do most with the mass market industry. All right, uh, because Pennsylvania, it's a very, uh, very common wrapper mm-hmm. uh, for machine made cigars, natural machine made cigars. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. And so, number one, taking over the number one spot as the best tobacco for Maduros, as you said earlier. Mexican San Andreas. Yep. I think that's number one now. I completely it's very agree. popular right now. It, yeah. It's got that spice. Mm-hmm. It's got the earthiness. It's oily enough and, and thick enough if you get the right primings mm-hmm. to, to yep. ferment naturally dark, like a Oscuro dark. It's delicious. And it's consistent. And, oh, man. So and you can get it. <laughs> it's one <laughs> of the was, biggest problems with Maduro yeah. in, the, in the, this whole industry. I was smoking uh, the Jose Dominguez signature line yesterday in Maduro. And I thought it was Connecticut Broadleaf because it was nice and sweet. But then on the back end, I got a little spice. I'm like, oh, I got to check this. Mm. And sure enough, yep. San Andreas. San Andreas yep. Maduro, yeah. It's got that black, um, the red pepper. I wouldn't say black pepper. It just heats up. It's it's nice, man. It's got a little spice to it, but it's still not like spice. Would I wouldn't I wouldn't define that wrapper as spicy. It's Mm-mm. still sweet overtones mm. to it. Uh, but it, yeah, it has a natural little it's got some spice complexity to it. You, know? you can yeah. do a lot with it. I've tasted blends that have been complemented by that, but I've also tasted blends that have been taken over by that flavor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think your signature series uh, that you guys have is is excellent. It's a great representation of what San Andreas can do for a blend. Yeah, delicious. Thank it's you. got that nice long finish that you don't mind is still on your palate. Ten minutes later, you're like, yeah. "Oh, that was good." Yeah. yeah. I need another one. So that's the top five list for today. All right. So why don't we take our break right now? We'll come back. We'll continue smoking the High Tower by Jose Dominguez. Thank you. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos formed by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. 
only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars, each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth, flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars, cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There is a Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what should you expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into a sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. Bohemian, the original, unconventional cigar. Take the journey. Stay tuned for more of the Ashholes. Yay! On the United Podcast Network. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Inejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices 
that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral and Yeho XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're still smoking the Jose Dominguez High Tower, brand new, fresh off the rolling table, I guess. Well, no, not really. It's been aged. Smoke, <laughs> smoking it with Jose Dominguez. Ho- smoking with Jose Dominguez. Uh, while we got your attention, go to Facebook, give us a like at the Ashholes, on Twitter at Ashholes, at the Ashholes, and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We might respond to you. We'll see. Right. <laughs> now, we were talking in the break about, about the pricing on these. It's pretty interesting. Um, the smallest size, I guess, would be the 660 and is $6.60. Mm. This is the 662 It's $6.62. And then there's also a 760 available in... You guys see the patent? Guess how much it cost? Five dollars? No. Seven dollars and sixty cents. Amazing. And so I asked if that was on purpose, which was a stupid question. <laughs> really- halfway through, you know, like sometimes when you ask a question, like halfway, like as it's Here's coming your out, you're like, I can't believe I'm asking this, and I am. And like, that was yeah, on purpose. Stopping. <laughs> no. Cool. Hey, Excellent. Aaron, what do you think of Mike's new half Princess Leia look with the headphones? I need to like be able to hear myself, and like in case he says something, Mike is. Uh, we have an audience today, so right. I want to be able to little little interaction. Little interaction. Yeah, yeah. And maybe I should have just had it on because I when Gary's pulling one of his uh, you know lattes over there, it just that's all you can hear. Too loud. Yeah. So maybe. <laughs> Yeah, it nah, it's a little bit better. Yeah, do it like the pros. Like the pros, both of them? Yeah. I thought that was a pro move. No. Pulling one off. No, like no, kind of being. What do you no. think? You're like DJ Dave with y- the Yeah, one? exactly. That's, that's <laughs> a long time ago. <laughs> you, you end up getting deaf that way. Exactly. Mike. You get partial <laughs> hearing loss. <laughs> I don't know why I keep looking at these. Like, I'm going to have some As show notes As if they're going to save here. you. <laughs> right? Like, uh, I don't. Um, these cigars are available at your local brick and mortar. If they're good. Um, <laughs> and if they're not, uh, you can always get these online at the number two, guyscigars.com. And I didn't really mean that. Your local brick and mortar might be good, but they just need to get some Jose. To they need to figure it out. Tower. Yeah. For real. Damn right. Yeah. You know? um, really impressed with how like smooth and creamy this is. Right. You know, it's got some nice earthy notes too. Um, the one thing I will say is sweetness. when it got close to the H, now it's pro- obviously going to happen. It got close to the H. A little crack started. So what I did is I took my torch and I just zapped it real quick. Mm -hmm. And for anybody who's not aware, that stops it from spreading anywhere. So as you can see, the place I zapped, it stopped and it hasn't moved since. And I'll continue to smoke this and enjoy this cigar. Yeah, Yeah, it's pretty humid today. I was expecting some issues with whatever we did, but it's it's burning well. So I'm impressed. And they were out on our feature table too. Mm. So not only that, but they're getting exposed a little bit more than they normally would. Every time the door opens. Yeah. Yeah, and these are delicious. So far, so good, man. I'm very impressed. For $6.62. Oh, you can't beat that, man. My, wow. my thank H you, is burning you. beautifully. Yeah. I mean, it's not... Burning pop. the H out of it, huh? <laughs> God. <laughs> Ed, you got a buzzer for me. You can't get like a crickets for this guy over here with his dad I, jokes. I, I like Aaron. <laughs> yeah, so there's the What are you saying, Ed? Oh, that kind of hurt. Ooh, ooh. I actually care what you think. <laughs> there's not many people I care. <laughs> like, even, Jonathan says something. Couldn't Mike, yell even us. I don't care what I think. Uh, yeah, exactly. Yeah. No big deal. <laughs> God, you hurt me. Um, so, do you want to uh, tell us about what what it's like working with your dad? <laughs> I mean, because jokes. we had wow. we had Christian yeah, on here, uh, Christian Aroa, and he was talking about his little family issues that he had. Has it been smooth sailing with well, you? Th- I'm gonna I'm gonna 
kind of like uh, I started working with my dad when I was eight. Okay, and you I'm gonna. Sorry about that. There we go. Yeah. I uh, well, I'm gonna try to uh, summarize my whole work experience with my dad, which is uh, 22 years long. I started working with him when I was eight. I'm 30 years old, and by with just one story. He fired me when I was 16. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yes. There you go. That's he working. Told what did me, you do? Uh, I, uh, I was being lazy, and he told me, go home. You're a bum. Really? Yeah. And uh, gave, Tough me, love. gave me my severance payment, which legally he wasn't supposed to because I'm a minor. Wow. <laughs> wow nice. <laughs> but yeah, he gave me my severance payment and said, like, go home. You're a bum. So that's, yeah, so you can understand, give or take, what was going on. So there. next question, um, uh, how old were you when you when you smoked your first cigar? You you grew up in it. Uh, yeah, I can't say it. Okay, so it was younger than the legal age in the United States, but yes. who cares? You, you, you yeah, know. I was a little young. Okay. You know. <laughs> but you've been in it for a well, long for time. For my whole life, yeah. I started, yeah. My, first, my, my first job was uh, making tobacco pads. Oh, nice. at, uh, at that point, the factory only had three warehouses in the front. The middle warehouse was where all the tobacco was processed. And, uh, yeah, making tobacco beds and flipping them over uh, with all the ladies. And then in the afternoon, I had to sweep the floors before, you know, we closed So up. you were building the pilones for the, the fermentation, what, Yeah, right? the, the pilones. We call them trojas, but pilones is the same thing. That's <laughs> awesome. Yeah. So, like, somebody told you, hey, this is ready to flip. Because when you're making a Maduro, like a natural Maduro, it's important to get the temperature right. And the time that it stays at that temperature. Right. So after it hits mm. a certain temperature, it's got to stay there, and then you flip it. Otherwise, the tobacco will rot. It gets too hot, side. right? You think about it like uh, anybody at home that's not familiar with the process. It's basically a compost heap, and those natural um, bacteria and everything yeah, start heating it starts, up. And yeah. the, 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 what happens is the weight of the pilon mm -hmm. will make pressure, especially on the, the – the lowest it is, the hotter it gets mm. because it makes pressure on it. Yep. It's like you're pressing it down, so you, that's why you flip it over. Mm -hmm. After it's done, after it hits a certain temperature, you flip it over so the top part goes on the bottom now. Yeah. Not like a pancake. You you, you take them off individually <laughs> no, and restack one, them. Each layer by layer, how leaf long does by that leaf. Take, usually, uh, it depends on how many people you have working on it. But a crew of five women should be able to flip a bed in one day. Wow. Yeah, full day, though. You know? Still. Yeah, it's a full day <laughs> yeah, job that's a lot know, of work. for a big crew. Cool. Yeah. yeah, you got to make sure it's all even. And, you know, like certain ones, if they're uh, towards the middle of the pile or the bottom of the pile, they're going to mm -hmm. get a little darker. So you need to make sure you keep rotating it so they yeah. all kind of ferment evenly. Exactly. Inside to outside then, to inside. And then after it's done, you have to classify it. Mm. It's not like it's it just going to go. You might pack it up like that, but when you process it for production, it's classified by colors because the all colors are all going to yeah, be the sorting, yeah. So this is interesting. Good eyesight. It's all <laughs> women that do that, correct? Mostly, yeah. We probably employ 70% women. The rest is men. Really? Because yeah. I, I, I've heard from people who know. I don't. I can't remember who, so take it as just me saying Just it. people who just know. People who just know. assume that you're wrong. But no. Yeah, right? No. Um, yeah, so women have better eyesight when it comes to shade grading. They are better at... It makes sense. At, they are better at little details. Yeah. And they're better working with their hands. They're more delicate. I mean, think about the it. It's like you show a woman hands. a color and you say, what color is that? And the guy will say pink. A girl will say, it's salmon, chartreuse. it's peach, it's whatever. Exactly. No. I don't know what color chartreuse <laughs> is. So, yeah, mostly on all tobacco processing, sorting, and everything, you have women working there. I mean, you have a man here and there, but it's usually mostly hmm. women. Can we talk about this ash, though? Uh, let's. <laughs> yeah, let's not talk about the These ash. Let's talk about Old Fur Freddy. Dollars. All right. Cuban delights. <laughs>
It's time once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. Everyone's buying GPS machines these days. It gives directions to almost anywhere you're going. Well, I still take a ride, and most of the time, I don't know where I'm going, but I always get there in the end. By the way, I still have a folded map from 1963. Sure, it doesn't have all the roads on it, but I still seem to find my way around. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. That's awesome. So funny thing about that folding map, he really has a folding map. Like it's a triple A. Pulls it out while flying on the highway at 80 miles an hour. It's like across the whole windshield. People are screaming. If you ever saw old Fat Freddy's car, you'd be like, oh, this is all a facade. He's not cheap because he drives an Audi. He drives a really nice Audi. Until you hear the story of why he drives the Audi. (laughs) He drives the Audi because he knows a family member who can do fixing you know repairs on Audis. on Audis. Oh. so he saves over the long haul buying an Audi and having it repaired for free <laughs> over wow. the course of its life well, you can't ahead. be cheap just for a day I was like that's thinking ahead I couldn't believe I was like that's oh a real nice Audi and I'm like Freddie like you know you splurged on that one he goes yeah yeah it's cool I'm like those things are expensive to get fixed not for me. Yeah. <laughs> so old Fire Freddy holding it down. He does actually have those. Does he got a GPS machine? In that it? that's machine. what made me laugh. The GPS machine. <laughs> yeah. ATM machine. It's a mechanical one. <laughs> Cuban delight. Thank you for that one. That that was good. I, I agree. I agree with old Fire Freddy. <laughs> yeah. Um, cigars performing beautifully. Yeah. I get that cocoa, chocolate type yeah. of thing. Yep. Um, it's very smooth, like rich, rich, rich flavor. Um. You know, it's it's definitely for the money. Like, how do, I don't know how you guys. Yeah, make I'm a really impressed with that cigar. price point. That's a trick. It's delicious. That's a trick. It's very very good. It's constructed well, burning perfectly. Yeah, really enjoying it. Not overpowering, and it's nice and smooth. Yep. And, and I'll tell you, complexity to for it for anybody like Ed and I who are not traditionally big ring gauge smokers. I don't even notice. Yeah, me well, neither. But the, 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 the torpedo actually. I, I know, but like, yeah. you know, usually the heft in the your draw, hand yeah. and the drawer is a little bit, you know, too open. This is perfect. I cut it perfectly. Of course I did. <laughs> um, but it's not unraveling, burning well. And like I said before, the ash is stacking up nice, even though it's got those, uh, you know, listen, we, we, got a, we got a good, strong group going. We're going to keep. Going until Facebook eventually just says no more fun for anything. Um, Have you heard this ridiculousness of what they call a, a nice firm ash? What? He calls it stacking dimes. St- you know, that? like... Oh, yeah, because it? it looks rippled, right? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. It's okay. It's not I'll the most say. ridiculous name out there. No, not the most. No, by far. <laughs> this guy. But. Anytime you want to, brother, back on the show. Anytime you want to, man. You so what do we do? In my Maybe we should do the rating now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, let me win Aaron back, okay? All right. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win him back first. Win him back first because you got me, brother. You got me in the bag. Um, I'm going to go 92. 92. 92. Performing well, flavor-wise, it's really good. I'm not going to penalize it because it's a big ring gauge because it doesn't feel like one to me. Mm-hmm. I'll go 92. Yeah, and the price I am factoring in heavily. Yeah. You know, like value. Yeah, I mean, it's performing well. I'm giving it a 91. Uh, yeah. I enjoy the flavors. It's nice. Um, it's 
you know, burning well. And yeah, that price point, you can't beat that. I mean, a six year engage at $6 and change. You're getting like two and a half hours out of this. Like you're getting, uh, we're a half an hour in almost or whatever. And this is burning perfectly. And I I got like, you know, a quarter of an inch. I'm really liking like that creaminess and that little bit of chocolate in there. It's like, Mm -hmm. you know, a hot chocolate kind of flavor. Right. Thank you guys. Thank you. Well, you got to still deal with me, Jose. Yeah, right see, this is right. the He's problem. a hard grader. I'm he, the hard he's grader. He's going to bring it down. All right. <sighs> you know, it's Does interesting because Dave and I have been talking a lot about how the $5 Robusto, which was just somewhat mundane, is now becoming the $7 Robusto. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for the same price, you get a cigar of this size that – is not mundane. No. Uh, I'm enjoying this quite a bit. You know, normally you. I'd go a little bit on the stronger side than this, but the flavor on this is great. Thank and you. I do enjoy the torpedo. I can live with it. He's <laughs> trying know, to talk man. himself into something. What do you got? I'm talking myself. See, I didn't expect to like it I as much as I, mm-hmm. I you do. You like it's too so big. I, I talked myself into a 90 on this Excellent. cigar. Okay. Yeah. So 91 we're at. I was right. <laughs> yeah, that's all that matters. <laughs> you were right in the end, so it's not a big deal. It's all right. delicious. So anything you want to say? Uh, anything coming up? Any big events? Uh, well, uh, yes, we're going to have, uh, you know, we're going to be coming to a uh, two guys anniversary party, the greatest party oh, yep. in the cigar industry, uh, September 11th. And we're going to have a uh, Jose Dominguez event in, uh, Plastow, uh, New Hampshire, Plastow cigars. Uh, it's going to be September 13th on a Friday. So please, uh, you know, if you're hearing us and, uh, you want to come in, we're going to have good deals. Uh, I, I, and, I don't uh, good think time. we should forget the events at. Two guys smoke. Oh, oh and two guys this week. Oh, sorry. Yep. And uh, <laughs> coming up this week, we have uh, Nashua, mm-hmm. New Hampshire. Uh, uh, set two guys smoke Thursday, shop right? on Thursday. We have Seabrook on Friday and Salem Store on Saturday. Here this week, you'll be back here. Yes, sir. And I'll, okay. I'll probably be here with you. And if you cannot find these anywhere and you want to get a hold of them, talk to your local brick and mortar guy. Tell them to bring them in. But if you can't, number two. GuysCigars.com and get yourself any any amount you want. All right. Thanks yep. for coming, man. Anytime you want to. You can be here to back me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. So you've been listening to the Assholes broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share this episode or past episodes at UnitedPodcastNetwork.tv. Check it out. We will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.